0: Welcome back to All the Sins of Wisconsin. I'm Fallon, and I'm here with Mims. How are you?
1: Oh my gosh, I am recovering. I'm in recovery right now. I was just dying of sickness. Man, I don't think I've been taken out like that in such a long time. I don't. I don't think COVID did that to me. No. Mm-mm. I bet you had the
0: same kind of virus, to whatever Zamara had. Mara was so sick. Yeah, like, like just hacking and didn't want to get out of bed.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I watched at least 12 hours of the Trinity Court because I could not do anything. Like, I couldn't even feed myself because that's how, like, I just couldn't move. I really couldn't. I'm glad you're better. Yeah. here I am. Here you are. Another week. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, um... I love our analytics that we got from Spotify when I looked at them. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of us and I'm so proud of our progress and I can't wait for 2023 and everything that we're going to do then. So, go (laughs) us.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I was like, how did we go up 999%? Well, we started
1: at like Three. <laughs> we started it with three fans. <laughs> oh no. We're doing some numbers. I mean, slowly but surely, we're, we're very like uh, uh, a niche type That's of. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. A, a niche type of podcast, um, and I, I just feel like we're starting our home base right now, and I'm, I'm having fun with it.
0: I am too, and I like when people find us and then they message me like, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this?
1: Like, yeah, that's a lot of
0: fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I love the connecting with the audience part. So if you guys are listening, you don't have to be weird about messaging us. We're not like Hollywood celebrities.
1: No, not but no. I
0: love getting messages. Yeah,
1: we're as real yeah. as it gets, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. You guys haven't noticed when we say whatever. (laughs) We
1: really do. So yeah, we are just so happy about that. Definitely. Do you have anything that you want to start off with or should I dive
0: in? Um, I'm just going to touch on the Delphi case again. They did release the probable cause affidavit now. They had it sealed, but now they released it. And I don't know. His lawyers are still swearing he didn't do it. And he's been happily married for 30 million years or something. So apparently you can't be a murderer and be married, which we know is a lie.
1: Yeah. What Um, are you talking about? BTK. There's other people, right? Oh, John Wayne Gacy. mm -hmm. There's, you know, endless.
0: (laughs) Endless people.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So interested to see how it plays out it kind of sounds to me like they believe there's more people involved i don't know if that would be with the cover-up or just knowing about it afterwards and not coming forward but yeah that's insinuated that there's going to be more charges so i'm curious to see how it all unfolds
1: yeah me too crazy shit
0: that's all i can think of right now
1: okay all right well i'm going to go ahead um, so I am covering a recent Milwaukee shooting that has like twists on twists on twists, oh boy, so there was a shooting in Milwaukee on november twenty seven or twenty first at seven a m so this was just like you know a week ago, not that long ago week two weeks yeah. um and to me shooting someone before like morning coffee is even more extreme like 7 a.m like that is- I agree
0: when I see these shootings or crazy things happening in the morning I'm like
1: you should be sleeping seriously or just like starting your your routine like I don't know why you're starting off on such a bad note like that like ooh. I don't, I don't know. have the
0: energy to shoot people at seven o'clock in the morning
1: me neither nope Uh, So the time of the shooting wasn't the only extreme factor in this case. The alleged shooter was a 10-year-old boy who shot um, his 44-year-old mother, uh, Queen Mann, and shot her in the eye. So that was very extreme. Um, But... The time of the shooting and the age of the alleged shooter was not the only extreme factors, if you can believe that. The reason this alleged shooter shot down his mother in cold blood was because he was mad she wouldn't buy him a video game headset from Amazon. So this is what the world is coming to, uh, just down to angry children not getting what they want and then having access to a gun and then killing their parents, I guess. And another extreme factor is that he got the keys to the gun safe earlier in the morning before the altercation even happened, meaning that there's some sort of thought process beforehand which is even scarier to me. Just that a little boy can you know, think of these steps to take before doing something that, I mean, not even an adult should be doing. So, right. After the shooting, the little boy went to hide the gun and then to wake his sister up. And then his sister came um, out of her room and found their mother dead and called 911. So, Family members of the little boy went to the police with serious concerns days after the fatal shooting. The boy's 26-year-old sister told detectives he had rage issues all of his life. And it's like all of his life, he's only 10. So like, it must've been pretty bad. Yeah. She also stated, quote, five different imaginary people that talked to him were going on so i mean there was some mental illness at play as well right uh the sister also told detectives that on the morning after their mother's death her brother logged onto their mother's amazon account and ordered an oculus virtual reality headset meaning he was going to get what he wanted regardless yeah so, which is really sad another family member told police the boy displayed cruelty toward animals and this is uh if you want to take a little hop and a skip um now would be the time um so he would display cruelty towards animals and used to pick up the family puppy by its tail and swing the puppy around until it whined and howled in pain which allegedly happened when he was only four years old There was a red flag that happened six months prior to the crime. The little boy filled a balloon with a flammable liquid and set it on fire, causing an explosion that burned furniture and the carpet in the home. So, just, I mean, I've never, when I was a child, I literally played with my Polly Pockets and like, did weird shit, like color on the wall. I didn't ever think to do anything like this. This is just (laughs) next level. Um, with all of the red flag behaviors, his mother did take him to a therapist, you know, thank goodness, because a lot of parents, I feel like they just cope And they just deal and they just say like, oh, you know, kids are crazy or whatever. Right.
0: Like he's just a kid. What's the worst that can happen kind of situation?
1: But she knew better. Um, So the therapist did diagnose him with a concerning diagnosis. And they put that in like quotations. And they didn't disclose what kind of concerning diagnosis. But I feel like we can all assume which one it could be. Yeah. After that, his mother placed cameras inside the home to watch and monitor his behavior. Unfortunately, two weeks before the fatal shooting, the cameras were mysteriously unplugged, which is so creepy and sinister. Like, I feel like in your own home, and your own kid, oh my gosh. It gave me, like, goosebumps when I read that.
0: But at the same time, I feel like if I was a kid and I knew my Family just had cameras and they were watching everything I did. That would be weird as fuck, too.
1: Yes. And in, in certain circumstances, yes. But I feel <laughs> like if you're burning down like your home <laughs> and like maybe you're attacking animals and maybe you've made some threats here and there, I would be like, you know what? We're going to stay on top of this. And I need to be fully aware. But I understand yeah. like cameras are extreme. But these are extreme behaviors, I feel like. They are. Um, However, when questioned by police, the uh, little boy told them that he had been playing with the gun and it accidentally went off. But a lot of sources have stated that he reportedly confessed to one of his aunts he had, quote, actually been aiming the gun at his mother. End quote. So it contradicted what he told police when being interviewed. So at this time, the 10-year-old boy faces a first-degree reckless homicide charge and up to 60 years in prison if convicted in the fatal shooting. His He is currently being held in juvenile detention and his bail has been set at $50,000. Uh, his grandmother loretha Mann stated, we tried helping her with him, all of us, everybody that knows her, even her church people, we all tried helping her with him because we knew he had a mental illness, end quote. Um, <clears throat> so I just wanted to go over some red flags that I, you know, think are important for people to just kind of pick up on. Um, and to you know have an immediate diagnosis and therapy and an action plan put into you know into place if you do come across these behaviors at a young age like this, yeah. Um, so one would be the shallow effect or superficial charm, uh, and lack of empathy. Uh, Two, the inability to show remorse and the behaviors associated with socially defiant lifestyle of uh, impulsiveness and criminality. Three would be a child doesn't seem to be guilty after misbehaving. Four would be punishment doesn't change behavior as if like consequences are minimal because they're gonna just continue to do what they want. Um, the next one would be a child is kind of selfish and then they don't want to share and not saying that if your kids aren't sharing their toys, that they're automatically to be, you know, sent to a therapist. Yeah. Just something to watch out. If you see an accumulation of these things, of these behaviors, um, you know, uh, one of the other ones is that the child lies. I mean, children do lie. A lot of them are true. All the time. Right? Yeah, but, but
0: children lie all the time. And it's usually like the dumbest stuff. Right, right. And it's especially when they're younger. I mean, I guess it's age dependent too because little kids lie about everything.
1: Right, just because right. It's like
0: amusing to them, I think.
1: <laughs> um. And then the last one is the child is sneaky and tries to get around you, which I feel like in a combination of all of these would be you know would make sense but like you 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 see one kid just being a little sneaky sneak and you know Mm -hmm. just doing like I don't know I I just to an extent I feel like kids are going to behave somewhat like this but if you have extreme things that you're doing and then you have these underlying behaviors I feel like you should look into that a little bit Yeah. So, Queena Mann was an angel. She worked in behavioral health, and that's how she knew right away, okay, I need to take action with my child, going to a therapist, which was really the right thing for her to do. Um, And she wanted to ensure that all individuals had equal access to health services. That was really important to her. She left behind four children. She was described as compassionate, had a spirit of giving, Uh, she had a love for God. And whether you needed a friend with a listening ear, she was there for you. Um, And she has a GoFundMe that her family set up for her funeral expenses. Um, if you want to donate that, I'm going to put that in the show notes. So that is the story of this recent Milwaukee shooting. And this is in remembrance and dedication of Queen Mann. Man.
0: I have a question.
1: Yes, ma'am. How do you
0: feel about 10 year olds being tried as adults?
1: Oh, <sighs> I, uh. I mean, I guess it depends. I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one,
0: huh? It's so tough. I was talking about this when I saw this on the news the other day. I was talking about it at work. Like, this is a 10-year-old. 10-year-olds don't understand the permanence of death. That's true. That's true.
1: Isn't there, like, laws in each state that you're tried either, like, um as a, a minor or a juvenile or as an adult at certain ages or is it by crime
0: it is different by state and so far he's supposed to be being charged in adult court until like his attorney can ask for it to be moved back to juvenile but he's currently being charged as an adult
1: at 10 i i think you do adult crimes you do adult time but you make a very valid point I think that they don't understand the concept of what they really have done right and it's so tragic because it's a child and no child should have to grow up in jail but I mean you can't go around shooting your mother or your father because you can't get your way you just can't do that no I
0: and I feel terrible for her death but at the same time I'm looking like I have a 10 year old my Mm -hmm. 10 year old needs me constantly this kid is just going to be locked up with no parental figure to love or guide him at all what is that going to turn into
1: that's true like it (sighs) it's not going to be a character building uh, institution for him. It's going to, it's going to mold him into something else. And a lot of the times prison is actually a place that people become even more of a criminal. Yeah. And that's really sad that this kid is going to most likely have to be in a place where criminals are you know more embedded and grown
0: yeah the whole thing breaks my heart
1: yeah and the fact that there was a clear mental illness underlying everything like right um, it's so important to go and I know that she did everything that she could so definitely not saying anything In regards to the steps she took but it's so important to be on top of that, even if your kid is super young as 10 years old because. You know, it can be monitored it can and I. You can get you know medication for it if needed so. It's really hard with children that are
0: really, really out of control. Like, what do you do with them? Yeah. Because I know some other people in Wisconsin that are having trouble with children around the same age, violent behaviors, abusive behaviors. You know, if you're a big 10-year-old and you have a single mom and you can overpower your mom, but she doesn't want you in an institution, what are the options you know you get kicked out of school and it's just i don't know how people do it it's hard um, enough with my i have good mostly good kids yeah <laughs> my kids are a little sassy and just the amount of stuff that i have to deal with at school just because they might be a little sassy i don't know how these parents do
1: it yeah i mean i don't have kids and so i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but i <laughs> in my mind I would like send them to a ranch and just work that shit out like (laughs) you get like no phones no tablets you get obviously a comfortable place to like sleep and have like (laughs) you know your your bedroom and whatever but you're also going to be out there working and not like a I don't know. Yeah. You know what I've I mean? I've seen right? some
0: places like that out west actually.
1: Yeah. And How I feel like a me? lot of kids like direct all of their like I don't know, all that anger and all of that frustration into something else and it could be really beneficial and therapeutic. That's true. That's just where my mind goes, but like I said what the hell do I know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just such a tough situation to be in
1: absolutely and I feel for all
0: the parents going through these situations
1: yeah my heart goes out to them and to this family their
0: whole family yeah Yeah. to the child and the family and no matter what the outcome is going to be his mom is still going to be gone and eventually he's going to realize that that's his fault
1: right and now the other kids don't have her
0: And now the other kids don't have a mom and the other relatives don't have her and the community doesn't have her.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Oh man, what a shame. What a shame. Well, I am done. (laughs) Thanks for bringing us down today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Record.
0: Okay, today I'm going to tell the story of the disappearance of Melissa Trumpy. Melissa Trumpy is from Monticello, Wisconsin, and is last believed to be seen in Shannon, Illinois. And this story was suggested by my lifelong best friend, Cassidy. She has some relation to the story. She knows some people involved, and she's been really interested in it. So she asked me if I could talk about it and look into it a little bit. Thanks, Cassidy, for this suggestion. Thank you. If anyone else has stories they want covered, please reach out via email, social, whatever. If we're not friends, I eventually check my message requests. (laughs) Or you could just message our page. (laughs) Yes, we're on that. We are on that. Yeah, my personal Facebook is maybe. Not so much. If we're friends. Yeah, if we're friends, I get your message. If not, once a month. <laughs> my sources today are mystateline.com, thejournalstandard.com, wkow.com, wifr.com, Wisconsin Circuit Court Access and facebook.com slash bring Melissa Trump home. And I do want to say something about the Facebook pages. Not all of them are ran by family or friends. There are some that are ran by people that family isn't really impressed with right now. So Be careful when you're on pages, in all cases, when you're on Facebook pages, check and see who's running the pages and that they have permission from the family where they have some kind of association with the family because anybody can start a Facebook page for anybody, and some of them are not legit at all. So they right. just spread whatever lies and information they feel like spreading.
1: Right.
0: There's been reports that they've found her and all kinds of stuff that isn't true on other Facebook pages, and it's really damaging to the family and the case. Yeah, that's the whole situation. So gross. So let's go back to last year, October 26, 2021, Melissa Trumpy had helped her best friend Nicole Crook get ready for bed and told her she loved her before leaving. Nicole had been in a car accident that left her in a wheelchair in 2010, so every night and every morning, Melissa would come and help her get ready, she was her caregiver, so she would come and help her do daily tasks and every night help her get into bed before she would go home for the night. Okay. And then on the morning of October 27th, 2021, Melissa did not show up for Nicole in the morning. Nicole woke up and yelled for her and realized that Melissa hadn't returned. So she tried to text her and call her and got no response. And then Nicole automatically knew something was wrong. She knew her friend would never leave her in that position. Melissa's family and friends believe that Melissa left to go see her on again, off again boyfriend, Derek Hammer, the night of her disappearance. So I'm going to give a little disclaimer here. Derek has never been officially named as a suspect, so I and our podcast are no way implying that he is responsible for her disappearance.
1: Right, we all
0: hear. Yeah. These are not my opinions that I am relaying. I don't know him personally. I don't know the case personally, but I'm going to be relaying opinions from other people in her life who clearly think that he is responsible. Well put, okay. So I thought I should put that out there. Just in case, I do want to say, before I go into all of the things that point to him being the number one suspect. (laughs) Yes. There have been. There have been cases, Like I, I can't think of the woman's name off the top of my head, but there was a case that I can think of in Green Bay, where the woman's significant other and her had been in a huge altercation, like they were arguing and everything at the bar, they had gone their separate ways, they were texting, talking crazy to each other all night. She disappeared, there was blood outside the house, he got arrested, everyone was like he had to have done it, it was, it was an abusive relationship. And it was a random stranger that kidnapped and murdered and raped her.
1: That is just so, so crazy.
0: It is crazy, but it does happen. It does. Yeah. So just because something looks one way doesn't always mean that it is. So exactly. you can take what you want out of all of this. Right. All right. So. Melissa and Derek had been living together for about a year when the couple's problems became more and more apparent. The couple had been using drugs in the house with Melissa's children present and reports had been made to teachers who then contacted CPS. The two didn't have any children in common. Melissa had one child with Her first husband, Jacob Trumpy, and then she had two children with Ben Affronti. And Ben has been vital in keeping Melissa's case going. So on September 13th, 2021, these events finally came to a head when Melissa and Derek were both charged with multiple different offenses related to maintaining a drug trafficking place at Melissa's home in Monticello. These charges all had an offense date of September 10th of 2021, and on this date, Derek was also charged with domestic disorderly charges and possession of firearms by a felon. And rumor has it that Melissa had agreed to cooperate with the authorities in the case against Derek, which court records would seem to support, although there's nothing that specifically states this and no one has come forward and said, yes, she was cooperating but it does say she was to be booked and released per the direction of a detective. Okay. So that would lead people to believe that she had some kind of affiliation with helping the police. Right. So again, you can take whatever you want out of that. (laughs) And I would also like to point out that, Melissa had never been in any legal trouble before this situation. Like, this wasn't a habit of hers to use drugs and to commit felonies. This is the first time, unlike Derek, who has been in trouble numerous times, he has shot at a previous girlfriend. He has been arrested for strangulation and suffocation of a previous girlfriend. So he is been in trouble numerous times and he's had numerous domestic serious domestic violence cases against him yeah as part of this case derek was placed on a ten thousand dollar cash bond and the conditions included no contact with melissa or any of her three children good and then derek was also charged in a separate case of multiple charges of disorderly conduct And in that case, he was also ordered to have a no contact with Melissa or the two younger children or their residences. And then he would eventually get sentenced to 90 days on those disorderly conduct charges. He also currently has an open case for fleeing or eluding an officer, which occurred on October 19th, 2021 and a bail jumping charge on October 26th of 2021 for having contact with Melissa in violation of his bond conditions. And these cases are still pending for trial. So let's go through the timeline of events next. And I'm getting this information from the Bring Melissa Trumpy Home Facebook page for the timeline. On October 25th, 2021, Melissa went to court and she had bruising on her face and neck and she was pressured to write a statement about Derek taking her car without her consent and crashing it. So that day that he was fleeing and eluding, apparently it was in her car.
1: Oof, okay.
0: Yeah. And then that night, he was calling her all <laughs> night, trying to convince her not to tell on him. On October 26th, prior to her disappearance, Derek was using fake accounts and fake phone numbers to call Melissa incessantly. Melissa had told several people by this point that she was scared for her life, including telling her friend Daniel Kaiser that she was scared to even go home. No one is aware what he possibly could have said to her to get her to come see him at this point, though. Like she's scared for her life. They have the no contact. They have these cases open. But for some reason, she still apparently went to his mother's home where he lived. His mother was Denise Hammer Borman.
1: She went there
0: in the village of Shannon, Illinois.
1: I have a theory. What is it? Okay, two. One, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Or I'm going to kill your kids. Yep,
0: I was thinking the kids too.
1: Because I mean you if he says i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you he's gonna she's gonna be like oh i'm gonna i'm scared you know yeah you're freaking yeah if out. you don't
0: come see me i'm gonna come to your house and kill your kids that yeah that then would i'd be
1: it. like oh, shit now i gotta like do something
0: yeah yeah i can see that that's the only thing i could see being persuasive enough. would have to be something with her children right i don't know what else would do it
1: Yeah, I don't know. An
0: interesting little note about Derek's mother. She's the village clerk in the town of Shannon, or in the village of Shannon, Illinois. So that's going to come up later.
1: Okay. (laughs) That was like fun fact.
0: (laughs) Fun fact. Fun fact, she has a lot more power than she should.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) And, And then on October 27th, The day that people realized that Melissa hadn't come back, a high-risk warrant was served on Derek at his mother's home. It is said that when they came to serve this warrant, they came with snipers and SWATs, and they were obviously very concerned about Derek doing something to them when they came to arrest him. Right. Wow. Wow. And according to this Facebook page, when the police went in the house, Derek was burning multiple cell phones and cameras. Oh. And at this time, he was taken into custody for charges that he had in Illinois. Okay. And in the mugshots, you can see that he has some scratches on his neck and on his face. But they only released the profile pictures from the side of his face that's not scratched. So when you're looking straight on, you can see like a little scratch right here. But they didn't release this profile picture where you could see the whole scratch. They only released the front picture and the other side profile picture. Uh So that's suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. And... Eventually, after he was done with his charges in Illinois, he was transported back to Green County to face the disorderly conduct charges and the drug charges, and he's still in custody in Green County right now for these charges. He hasn't gone to trial yet. Okay. And also on the same day, on October 27th, the police located the vehicle that Melissa Trumpy had rented, abandoned about 15 minutes from Derek's home.
1: Ooh, that
0: does not look good. No, on Bolton Road in Fremont, Illinois,
1: on December eighteenth
0: of twenty twenty one, Melissa was supposed to appear in court to fight her charges, and of course, she failed to appear because she's missing. Boy. And at the hearing, the DA stated on the record, "I do not believe that Melissa's failure to appear is voluntary."
1: So well, even at the least DA was like publicly stated yeah
0: it was publicly stated they despite this there's still an active bench warrant for her arrest in the continental united states so That's she's found weird. anywhere in america she'll be arrested and returned to green county So i guess the plus side for her family would be let's say she really did run off like Derek's family would like people to believe in most missing persons cases they won't even they can't even tell people if they find you oh okay but in her case they would have to bring her back for court so i don't believe that she ran away but if she did she would be brought back to court right Uh, since her disappearance melissa's friends and family including her children's father ben have worked tirelessly to get to the bottom of her disappearance they refuse to accept that no one knows what happened to her And they will not accept the ridiculous stories that she might have ran off just to avoid her charges. Right. And Ben's reported that it's been really difficult for his children to adjust to their mother's disappearance because they've never gotten to have any actual closure. They're stuck in a really weird place of like having hope, but trying not to have hope because everyone believes she's
1: dead, but they still can't have a funeral. Right. It's almost like they're grieving, but also having, like, the hope that that person's coming back, which is so conflicting.
0: So conflicting. Yeah. They're just stuck in limbo forever.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: But Ben, fortunately, is a smart dad and he is getting the children mental health services to help them cope with it. So that's really good for them because I can't imagine the position that they're in. Exactly. So the part about Derek's mom being the village clerk, as most cities do these days, this village has cameras. Uh Uh-huh. There is no video footage from the night of her disappearance. Available from
1: the village. It has disappeared. Do they have it for, like, every other day? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. You know it's bad when video footage is being mysteriously erased or not there.
0: Yeah. I don't know what their excuse was. That file got corrupted for that
1: day? Or? Yeah, bad day to get corrupted. Well, no. I mean something's corrupted and it ain't the tape (laughs) something is corrupted she
0: according to the family her and the mayor are very good friends because it's a very small town and she has worked as the clerk for the village for 10 plus years and the mayor has been the mayor for 10 plus years run unopposed because again it's a small town and small towns are like a weird cult no right. find two people in small towns, but y'all know how it is.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm technically in a village. <laughs> i can tell you some things about your village too.
0: <laughs> I have all the officer disciplinary reports. I could tell you some things.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, I don't think I want to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's corruption in all of the government. Yeah. 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 All right. So that's my conclusion. You don't know where Melissa is. If somebody knows anything, you can give tips anonymously. You don't have to tell us who you are, but if you know where Melissa is, you could send a tip so her family could get some peace.
1: Right. Yeah. Just anything to help these poor kids. Know where their mother is. Give them closure. Give them hope. Mm -hmm. Just something to get them out of that limbo that they don't deserve to be in. Right.
0: And Derek will be going to trial. It's looking like February right now for the drug charges. He hasn't been charged with her death at this point. Right. Because that'll be if he would to be charged, it would be in um Illinois it wouldn't be Wisconsin and I don't know if Illinois is still gung-ho about bodiless murders as we are in Wisconsin
1: right yeah I was literally just thinking that I'm like well they don't have a body so how would Illinois handle that so yeah Wisconsin we just go all in oh yeah we don't need that body
0: (laughs) no we got some blood we got some stories circumstantial yeah we got that too circumstantial yeah (laughs) <laughs> joe saw you over here with the victim yesterday you and then you went to walmart
1: that's and you the bought case some
0: closed. cleaning what are
1: you stuff about case yeah. close yeah. throw the book yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man well that was a great story thank you cassidy yeah Yes, I remember. Okay, thank you, Cassidy. That was a great suggestion. We appreciate all the suggestions. Definitely do.
0: All right, we love you guys. We love
1: you. Bye. Bye.
0: All the Sins of Wisconsin was written, recorded, edited, and produced by Fallon and Mims. Thank you so much to all of our listeners, supporters, friends, and family that continually allow us to do what we love.
1: If you love our show as much as we love you, please give us a glowing rating and review. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to, and email us your sinner tales at allthesinsofwi at gmail.com. Episodes of All the Sins of Wisconsin are available for free
0: wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't Don't forget, we we love you. you.